He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. Happy New Year, guys. We made it to 2024. And I'm inviting you to rediscover yourself in one year with a year of me. And that's you, not me. (laughs) Mercury retrograde ends today and we just ended the last year. And that's prime time to rethink things. What's working? What's not? What needs to be put on the back burner? What needs to be made into a priority? By suggesting that you rediscover yourself... I'm suggesting that you fall in love with yourself. Remember who you really are. Let go of the baggage. And by the end of the year, fearlessly shine with all the light and love that you have inside. I know. When we have a challenge, it's usually something quick like three days, a weekend, or a week. No, I'm setting such a long time horizon because I'm keeping it real. Now, this is slow, easy, thoughtful, conscious doable change that is hopefully fairly painless. We don't become who we are overnight. We won't rediscover our magic overnight either. It's possible, but not likely. So let's have some fun with it. I've done a year review with some of my clients and it's really amazing what a difference a year makes. One of them used to struggle with self-destructive habits, frequent suicidal thoughts, and emotional overwhelm. The self-destructive behaviors and suicidal thoughts are totally gone, and the emotional overwhelm is rare. Another client used to struggle with almost every aspect of relationships. He couldn't self-regulate or engage with empathy because his own emotional dysregulation was so high that there was no way to connect. Now, he's not only got his feet on the ground, he can anticipate things and deal with problems before they happen. He's also staying engaged through conflicts and resolving things rather than falling apart and avoiding issues. And a third client was filled with self-loathing and spent all her time basically hiding behind a mask because she thought everyone would see what a miserable human being she is. Now she's practicing healthy boundaries and self-respect and has a more honest perspective that she's flawed, but not worthless or reprehensible. These are huge leaps giant shifts in the before and after pictures that anyone can do when you have a big time horizon and walk a little each day. And that's what I'm asking you to consider. We started doing the year of me in December in my free private group, the sanctuary, which I'm inviting you to join now. The link is in the show notes. And it didn't start out as a year of me. It started out as a 30 day challenge to share yourself every day for a year. What has turned into for me is rediscovering myself, 
getting reacquainted with nature and deepening my relationships with the group too. Before I dive deep into the six strategies to rediscover yourself, let me thank you for being here. I appreciate everyone who comes by for their weekly check-in with themselves. The podcast is about helping you to make your life a reflection of your true self. And I believe that as we all move closer to that, the world becomes a brighter place because we're all love and light, even if it doesn't feel like that right now. This is a huge thing to take away from every podcast. Love and light are our true essence. Life is just the process of discovering that and finding the courage to be that. And sometimes people tell me that focusing on yourself or putting yourself first is selfish. They don't get it. You're everything. Everything is you. What you do in service to yourself is in service to others too. Because we're all connected. And if you're doing it well, this will help you to give more, to smile more, to love more. And you can't fake it. Nobody can give that to you. So you have to do it for yourself. Stop looking outside of yourself for the love and light. You have an endless supply inside. Tap into it. And if the podcast helps you in any way, please consider sharing it with someone else to help them on their journey. Liking and subscribing is another way that helps the podcast because it says to the internet gods that people are interested in the content. So it boosts it up a little where others can see it. We all need encouragement to shine to help people find us. Donations are also helpful. The podcast is free to listen to, but it's not free to produce. And if you'd like to give back, Rom, buy me a coffee. It's buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's not you, it's me. And that link is also in the show notes. So tip number one to get started on this journey is to be radically honest. And you might be thinking, no, wait a minute. I hate myself. I'm an awful person. Who wants to dive deeper into that? And that's a good point. It starts with honesty. It's about being willing to put it all out there because we see you anyway. Why hide? Trust me, what's inside shows on the outside. If you have low self-esteem, it shows up in your posture, your habits, the words you speak. Saying it for the group brings you into alignment with that, and that's a stress reliever. There's truth to the truth will set you free. In uh, Game of Thrones, my favorite quote is from Tyrion, and he says, Let me give you some advice, bastard. Never forget who you are. The rest of the world will not. Wear it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you. Now, I don't think anybody's a bastard or worse, but start where you are. That's the honest part. It's about not hiding or allowing shame or guilt to keep you from being here because people are mean. They're ugly. They strike out at others to keep them from feeling their own pain. And if you have a weakness, and we all have weaknesses, they will spot it. And this fear of being exposed can keep us all a prisoner. To own your crap. If you don't let it be used as a weapon against you, you neutralize the biggest obstacle to feeling alive and living boldly. So it's not about claiming your identity as a worthless, unlovable person. It's about accepting that this is where you are in this moment. When we stop resisting what we think and feel, we can engage with it and get to know it. What becomes familiar is less scary. When we lean into that, the monster in our room becomes the shadow of the tree branches outside. You know what I mean? The biggest hurdles to remembering who you are are guilt and shame. The things that hurt us, shame us, separate us, and make us play small are the same things that keep us in the dark about our loveliness. To tell the truth, 
You may feel like a piece of dirt right now, but everything changes. You have to feel that to get to the next step. If that's real, own it. If it's true that you feel like a million bucks, own that too. False modesty and playing small isn't good for you either. Just be where and who you are. Tip number two is to be mindful. And mindfulness takes us out of the past. Most of our fears are based in the past, not what's happening now. If I'm anxious about a meeting, it's probably because something undesirable happened in the past that still doesn't feel right to me. It can't be about the meeting because the meeting hasn't happened yet. If I don't have to be anxious now, why am I being anxious now? It isn't effective. It doesn't make sense. When I see that, I can change my thoughts and feelings. Mindfulness also helps us to create a new future. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about our blueprint. And the blueprint is the conscious way that we construct the world that tells us how to do life. If we're not present, the blueprint runs the show. If we're engaging mindfully, every moment is a crossroads and a choice. I'm not running a blueprint. I'm creating the path as I go. And that's way more dynamic, conscious, and exciting than driving blind, I think. Mindfulness also helps you to see other people's blueprints so you can keep from being drawn into them. I was talking to someone whose blueprint is something like, people let me down. I offered to help with the specific problem, and I started to see him spinning a narrative that would set me up to fail, so I backed out. I didn't want to be part of that. I can't overcome someone else's blueprint. I can help him collapse it, if that's what he wanted to do, but he really wanted to be rescued, and I can't do that. When I was young, I learned how to facilitate past life regression because I was just so fascinated by it. The number one takeaway from that that I have um, experienced is that we all fall asleep at the wheel. We all get disillusioned by life at some point and stop living it. We ride that blueprint enduring life until it's over rather than living it. Seeing that, I vowed early on to live life. And mindfulness is 100% responsible for that happening. One day I'll share a bigger picture of my life journey so far. It's really an incredible story. I was talking to a coworker one day and we were sharing life stories and I had a story for everything. It must have seemed like I was lying because there were just so many wildly different stories that even to me, it sounded like there was no way that one person could have all those experiences, but they were all true. Life can be a daring adventure, as Kellen Keller said, if you live it mindfully. So the next tip is to be non-judgmental. There's no way to rediscover your true self if you don't adopt a habit of being non-judgmental. You're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen to you. And if you condemn yourself every time you take a step, you won't get far. Relax. Life happens. Good things happen. Let them bless you. Undesirable things happen too. That's okay. We need challenges to build skills character, strength, and endurance. Life's a long road for most of us. We're not the same as children as we are as elders. We need different experiences to take us through the events of life and experiences we don't always choose well. (laughs) The things that happen to us aren't always ideal. So what? Be creative. That's how Caesar salad was invented. It was a 4th of July weekend and a restaurateur ran out of supplies, so he made do. He invented the salad on the fly, and it's something we all still love today. So take life as it comes. It's up to you to decide whether something is a blessing or a curse. 
If you're non-judgmental and decide that everything happens for a positive purpose, it does. What might that look like? Well, let's say that I had a really crummy childhood where we scrambled for the basics like food. That experience could teach me compassion and humility, which are good things. It might help me to connect with people that might be overlooked by others. And that's also a good thing. So everyone's a mirror for us. And if I only look into certain types of mirrors, I miss seeing whole sides of myself. I limit myself. If I had a privileged childhood and was chauffeur driven to school and people talk about how entitled I am, so what? I can feel bad about my opportunities and resources or I can use them to benefit the world. My mom is from the third world and she cannot understand why some people with money will pay for ripped up tattered clothes. Poverty doesn't make you worthy or humble. (laughs) You can't hide what you have or what you are and what you wear. So do like Tyrion Lannister says and be your whole story. Be yourself. Be non-judgmental. Next tip is write it down. A thought is a very different thing from a thought expressed. When you speak something into being or write it down, it becomes alive. From there, you can recall it, play with it, work, rework it into something else, or follow it to the next step. For example, I know a few times I shared something in the group in the last month, digested it, and then either realized it wasn't true at all, or that there was more to the story than I first realized. And that produced growth. Now, I'm 100% sure that would not have happened had I not written it down. I think a thousand thoughts a day that will go into the ether never to be seen again. The ones that stick are the ones that I write down. And how many times have you written something down, seen it months or years later, and thought, wow, I haven't thought of that in years. And yet, it's exactly the thing that you needed to see in the moment. I do that with dreams all the time. Or I saw something I was struggling with from a year ago and thought, wow. I'm still in the exact same place as before. I better get on that because I don't want to be here next year. Writing things down keeps us accountable. Write it down. The next tip is revisit. If you want to rediscover yourself, you have to look back. The clients I did the review with didn't realize how much they had changed until we looked at specific events in their lives in detail. Only then were they able to see how drastically different their lives were appreciate how much they've grown, and also appreciate other people in their lives who are along for the ride and supported. Living consciously means breaking with habits, legacy, and supposed to to create your own path. And that means leaving behind what's familiar, relationships, and sometimes family. That's not easy. It can feel like a long, boring, hard experience with no rewards if you don't zoom out, see the big picture, and see what you gain too. For me, the big giant payoff is authenticity. It's like saying to the world, this is me. I'm not coasting on my name, my legacy, my whatever gifts you have. I'm living the light inside in the way that makes the most sense to me. I'm living my purpose by living on purpose. I don't know what that looks like for anybody, but I know it's beautiful because it's true. And finally, our last tip is act on what you perceive. There's no point in having all these epiphanies, learning skills, exploring new ideas, or making new acquaintances if you aren't creating change. Why rediscover yourself and stay in a box? No, you got to get out there and live it. If you're in a screw it phase, be there. I'm not saying it's all roses. I was a really quiet, calm kid who didn't get loud or cause any trouble at all. Then one day in my early 20s, 
I found my rage. <laughs> I spent two years in a you're not going to say that to me or I'm not letting that slide move. I was othered as a child and my way of dealing it was to kind of freeze, fawn, and I was pleasant, small, and quiet until I wasn't. And I needed that period of explosion to find the happy medium. I wasn't always nice. I don't judge myself for it. That was just part of my journey. And once I started to perceive that I was being extra, I calmed down. That's really my big picture message is let your journey unfold. You are where you are. Don't judge. Keep paying attention and you'll adjust if you act skillfully on what you perceive. Remember the thing that keeps people living small in the same lives over and over is that they're not doing it mindfully. They act out of habit. So respond mindfully and wisely and you will eventually get to that juicy inside and rediscover that you are pure light and love. Is that a gift for everybody? You bet. It's not selfish at all. It's a gift to the world. Now you got the format. What are you waiting for? I hope you kick off 2024 as a year of me. And if you want to do it with us, please join my free group. You'll get a prompt each day to keep you conscious and moving. Who knows who and where you will be next year. The sky's the limit. If the podcast is helpful, don't forget to review, subscribe, share, and comment. If you have any questions, leave those in the comments too. I have a few questions that are going to be turned into show ideas. Be sure to catch us next week when I address a listener question, Why Can't I Love? Thanks for being here. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.